Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! Alright, we just saw Game Night with Dan Stevens. Here it is. Here I am. Who is the guy I work Finally. with. Finally. At uh, yep. InTheCarMedia.com. That's me. So on the count of three, we'll give our one to ten rating. Ready? Oh, wait. I, this has been the part that I've been dreading the most. <laughs> I'm so indecisive. <laughs> but, we can right. do it. but you can change right. it at the end. That's the great oh, part. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Good. One, two, three, five. 6.5. Dave liked it better. Yeah. Yeah, than everybody. <laughs> I tend to rate over other people on comedies, I've noticed. Like, Did Jill, was you a five too? I said five, yeah. Nice. For Jumanji, I um, <laughs> I did 7.5, and that was like a dumb comedy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I always think that I'm going to be the, like, the lowest one. I hope not everybody else uh, <laughs> like loved that so much, but interesting. Yeah, so I'm surprised that I was the highest on that. Yeah, I mean, I did have to pee really bad for most of the <laughs> oh, movie. Oh, no! <laughs> but, but that didn't ruin my experience too much. I think my favorite part was honestly the credits at the end. Yeah, that's funny. That's what I think when I was uh, watching those credits, I was like, I think I might put my score up a little bit higher because <laughs> of this. I was, at six, but, I was at six before. But... I didn't. I think I would have done a six, but uh, made it a five, just based on the film. I didn't realize because let's vote on the credits altogether. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't like research the movie at all ahead of time. But uh, so John Francis Daly, who is the lead character in Freaks and Geeks, I forget his name, his first name, but whatever. Oh, yep. Weir, Lindsay Weir's brother. Yeah, yeah. He he uh, co-directed that with Jonathan Goldstein, who I think has been his writing partner for the last like decade or so. Um, so that's pretty cool. That like, is cool. That he's a. Uh, doing i mean he he's i think he's mostly been writing i think he actually co-wrote the newest spider-man movie but with like six other people <laughs> so that's cool i just i'm just proud of him yeah uh, no it was it was definitely <laughs> fun and I, I really um i really usually like movies like that but for some reason i think the five was because i felt like there was a lot of recycled jokes yeah throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie and it wasn't as fun as like the Great Muppet Caper, <laughs> which, I, which I was kind of felt like it was an like an adult version without yeah, Muppets. I can see that of that. The thing that made me want to give it a higher score was one hundred percent only the neighbor cop. Oh Jesse, yeah, Jesse Plemons. He gets a ten. Yeah. He's what made the second season of Fargo so good. I agree. Yeah. Oh well, my that's gosh, not true. there's he other was good so people. Good. But but uh, Jesse Plemons and Fargo. You know, the show was like, it was kind of quirky before that, but it was laugh out loud funny because yeah. of his performance. And yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I think he's, he started as a child actor in uh, Friday Night Lights and then he had a small part on Breaking Bad. And I just think he's like, everyone's got to have him now because he can oh, do anything. Hilarious. He can do whatever yeah, he wants. he was awesome. I, I kind of thought, like, I was like, I wonder how this movie was pitched. Because I saw the trailer and I was like, this kind of feels like the game. Oh, yeah. But like a it's comedic like version. It's a funny version. I was like, oh, it's game. actually a really easy pitch. I want to make a combination of date night and game night. <laughs> or, sorry. <laughs> I want Of that movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the movie that's going to go. Oh, yeah. No, uh, game night and the game. Or, sorry. No, I did it again. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Wow. And that's because the right, titles are too similar. Here we go. Here we go. Date night and the game. Yes, I did it. Da- oh, yeah. Date night. Date Which, night. Was- uh, 
Tina Fey and yeah. uh, Michael... No, Michael, Michael Scott. Man, I've been speaking all over the place. Oh, I thought you were talking about the one, the like swingers movie that we saw. Oh, What's oh, that, that one called? Uh, I forget. Oh, but I did like Date Night more than I like this yeah, movie. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, well, I think that this movie was a little bit too, like, in on its own joke. Sometimes I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed the recurring glass table. Doesn't break yeah, that was bit. funny. Yeah, but there was a few too many other things where I'm like. I, I want you to commit to this being a little bit more of a suspense, you know? I, I want this yeah. to be a little more suspenseful than than just farcical. Because uh, I think it would make it more enjoyable. The other thing, if you're going to compare it, I guess, to date night that I was thinking while I finally had a chance to pee, um, <laughs> was that there were too many characters. Hmm. I mean, I understand that the plot was that it was a game night with a bunch of friends, but the thing that made the movie date night really good was just focusing on those two people and their crazy adventure and all that. Well, I feel like they had all these little um, side stories with all the couples. And in yeah. the main couple, their side stories like actually fed into the plot of the movie and solving the mystery. Everybody else's were completely standalone. Like the Denzel Washington <laughs> yeah. thing. Like that had nothing to do. And, it, <laughs> and I was kind of like waiting for when, even if it's absurd, yeah. it was like so I was waiting for them idea. to weave it back in. Yeah. And they didn't. It was so it was just, yeah, it was it was just a funny, a funny idea. idea. <laughs> but, it, but whenever like they would reference their ongoing feud it felt forced like right he's like they spent yeah, so much this screen is time. hard kind of like how it's hard for me to feel like i'm feeling right now because right. you cheated on me it's like uh, like i kind of wish it was just a funny thing that they realized in front of the group right and they all could just laugh about yeah. it and then we could move on with the plot <laughs> but i i thought that scene was was done well because first i was like wow that's a young denzel and then you kind of realize like slowly <laughs> like that's definitely not Denzel. right was, right yeah yeah <laughs> Like ten years ago, Denzel, we are really young. Wait, I also wait. wish that they had done more with the bungee cord. Like, I get that they're oh, like referencing him. Yeah. yeah, but like when he, when he's like trying to get him to pull the guy yeah. who's like dead up, and he's. <laughs> I was really wanting that. I just think it'd be really funny to try to have a comical scene of trying to tie someone down with a bungee cord. <laughs> I just think that's really funny, yeah. and that I, I wanna, haven't seen it before. Not that I want to keep. Uh, talking about movies that it reminded me of, but it also had the feel of the burbs. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, the constant is it or isn't it question. Yeah. I really <laughs> liked the effect that, like, when they're zoomed out, it looks like oh, yeah, a little toy, game of life. Um, well, it, when you're doing it for real, it's like, you know, macro, like a macro effect. But yeah, I, I thought that was well done. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish they'd done it more because it kind of makes you feel like it's a like Monopoly set. Or, yeah, uh, right. I, I uh, question their choice of games. I guess this is coming from sure. someone who's a game night person and a nerd, but Monopoly and the Game of Life—that's like yeah. what they play, like or charades. They actually consistently <laughs> play this game as adults and enjoy themselves. I, I found that a little bit like, yeah. Where's the game of things? <laughs> the game where's of things, or apples like even to apples. just like Settlers of Catan, like just to be the most basic, like modern day game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel that, like they mentioned some of those types of games in the conversation. Oh, really? Maybe. They I don't like, know oh, those games very Catan well. Catan so. and things. That was a good time. <laughs> yeah, so I just... I, I found myself questioning how they could actually beat that into games that are so boring. But Here's one thing I want to see how you guys felt about it. The sort of peeling back the onion sort of thing. Or just like the neighbor being like, I was faking you guys the whole time. Like, this is a... How did you... 
I don't know how into it I was, but I want to know what you guys thought. So, like, the, the first twist. The first twist, yeah. yeah. Um, I enjoyed it because <laughs> I was enjoying that character, and so I liked that mm-hmm. he had more of a part to play in the story. Yeah. Uh, but, I, again, it probably was just mostly credit to Jesse Plemons more <laughs> yes, than that's, necessarily... That's, yeah, I liked him. I liked him pulling it off, not yeah. necessarily... It is part of the story, but it was funny seeing him pull that off. Yeah. And then the second twist, I think that was, again, where I was like, it would be great to have cared about this. Right. For the stakes to have felt a little bit higher. Um, or go crazy on it being stupid and funny. Uh, yeah. And, like, twist again, or the twist yeah. doesn't work, or, the, you know, and just, like, give in to the fact that you all knew this was coming. We're not trying to, like, dupe you. Right. So let's just enjoy this funny way that we're twisting things. Jill, I'm curious if this movie had... We need to come up with a term for it. Beating up on our nice character syndrome. Oh, I was a little worried, but no, because <clears throat> it didn't just beat up on one person. Yeah, I, I actually was, I was like, hey, okay, good. This person's getting their turn. Okay, good. <laughs> right, was right. So that's person. fine. Yeah. And then, like, the guy, you know, his brother, who seems to be, like, the big jerk who's beating up on the little brother that you're like, if it's this the whole time, <laughs> I'm going to get real bored or stressed out. Um, but then very quickly the brother turns into kind of the underdog. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it shifts enough so it doesn't bother me is 83% on Rotten Tomatoes pretty high for comedy it is yeah so I'm surprised honestly yeah I am too Uh, I had higher higher expectations yeah but I enjoyed Jason Bateman (laughs) yeah he he was definitely channeling Arrested Development Jason Bateman he had a funny Mm -hmm. I was like that sounds like a line from Arrested Development I was like no I think it's just because Jason Bateman has such a specific way of delivering lines um, I enjoyed watching it after just recently watching all of Ozark, uh-huh. too. I, I feel like I just... After watching Ozark, I like Jason Bateman a lot more than I did. So watching him in this, I think it was just like, ooh, yeah, I get to watch Jason Bateman again. Yeah. The uh, kind of amateur surgery scene could have been so much funnier. I know. Yeah. There are lots of scenes that I feel like could have been a lot funnier. I feel like they were going to, they were kind of going for um, easy laughs in yeah. a lot of it. Like the writing was a little bit, it sounds kind of mean, but it felt a little lazy. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, when she has the gun and she's in the bar and she's like, get down. You know, I think that could, there could be so much fun to be had there. And I've seen scenes like that. I mean, that's not the first of its kind where they think they have a fake weapon, but it's not really. And the, you know, and she gets into the like child's pose, and it just kind of, to me, it just yeah. kind of got like. Ugh. And I think that's where maybe they are probably more suited to a straight-up goofball comedy as opposed to one that's in the shell of a thriller. Because mm-hmm. I think that they weren't paying enough respect to the genre, and it just right. you just never really felt any. Because the, the moments I really enjoyed were when they were like this is so much fun like ooh let's do this you know like I enjoyed them just being oblivious and so you know like kicking the the person who in the very beginning like kicking him because he's like good actor you know like I wanted them to do more of that stuff like what are the things you would do if you truly believed it was a game yeah because because those characters yeah weren't yet any of the wiser so it's fun for the dramatic (laughs) irony but then yeah once they're scared I want to see some more flashes of real fear mm-hmm. and and a little bit less of the oh, I'm going to save this recipe for later <laughs> right. is there a term for this sort of 
I guess maybe it's just action comedy, but like this, The Man Who Knew Too Little, yeah. uh, the Mr. Bean movie that's not the Mr. Bean movie, <laughs> whatever it's Johnny called. Johnny English. Yep, that. Yeah. Like these sort know. of like, yeah, I don't know, these sort of like, or or date night, or just right. these sort of like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I've never yeah, heard I it. I don't know. I don't know if there's enough movies to make a full or something. Let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, usually I think you'd see, like if we were in Blockbuster 40 years ago, this would be the action <laughs> The action comedy section. Yeah. I guess I, I kind of like that... Um, the thing that I was excited about was like, oh, they're still making movies like this. Mm. Like, beforehand, like, it's just a fun, silly comedy that's not, like, super raunchy, but it's not... Yeah, feel very 90s. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think that's the... Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking towards the end, and... I kind of like that. It just reminds me of VHS I used to, like, just throw in yeah. <laughs> yeah. and watch to veg out, too. So that's probably how I would have rather watched this movie, mm-hmm. at home with some popcorn. But I wonder, before they cast Jesse Plemons in that role, if they you know, were thinking that it was going to rely a lot more on Rachel McAdams and um, Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman yeah. and if they were tempted at all the do a lot of reshoots after because he so clearly was oh he stole the whole stealing thing, yeah. every scene he was in and making me think oh when are we going to see him again <laughs> yeah I wonder if they even added some stuff I was feeling a little bit sorry for him but I knew he'd get a comeuppance I uh-huh. knew he would like be the cop at some point that would oh, like, yeah. help them save the day yeah yeah so I was kind of just like don't stress out about them being mean to him <laughs> he um I feel like in that role he was really channeling, and sorry to bring up a Back to the Future reference, but uh, Crispin <laughs> Glover, like a creepy oh, Crispin yeah. Glover, like in, yeah. um, oh, I can't think of the movie he was in. He was in some movie that was like an adaptation of a Herman Melville Is that Barlby? Yeah, yeah. It, it, a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, I could have, I could, or, um, or him in Hot Tub Time Machine, <laughs> kind of. So yeah. I could have seen him in this role too, and I would have enjoyed that. That's my Back to the Future reference for the this episode of the podcast. <laughs> Dan's favorite movie for anyone anyone who doesn't know Dan intimately. He only shares that with us. He's been yeah, I only share if I if I know someone intimately. So, yeah, I just share that I love the Muppets and I love Back to the Future and Pee Wee Herman, and that's that's the tri- and that's, that's how my he holy trinity. All other movies yep. against those three. I can't remember. Had Meg, your wife, seen Back to the Future before you got married? As of like two weeks beforehand. <laughs> so, yeah, you had to. Yeah, and it was in the movie. It was in the theaters again, which was awesome. Oh, right. So we saw it in the theaters, and I think I, or I almost cried or something. <laughs> it, I was definitely pretty emotional. I was like, oh man, I'm getting married in a couple weeks. I don't know how. I don't know how that's gonna hold up to this, but it did. They were both really awesome experiences. I can't remember. Has Gus seen it yet? No, he. I don't. No, I think he'd be scared. But yeah, yeah. he. Um, Meg loves the X Files, and um, I just yesterday bought Gus a kids book of the X Files. <laughs> so I'm just hoping that they make a Back to the Future one, so I can introduce them to it. With having friends with kids and the friends being fans of stuff, it's interesting hearing about like they're like well, I'm trying to figure out what age. I do show them the Muppets. Yeah. So. yeah. But like sometimes, yeah, like like a picture book version or something. Like, yeah. So I'm thinking basically of Star Wars. Like, like my <laughs> yeah. kids too little for Star Wars, but there's this kids version of one of the books, and they like that. 
and they don't get scared of that. So I think I'm gonna, <laughs> next thing is going to be the Clone Wars cartoon. Just next thing the Legos be, that are that yeah. theme. My kid's too little for my favorite movie, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. But <laughs> I got the book. <laughs> so yeah, I just have to figure out when uh, my kid's going to watch uh, Game Night finally. Your favorite movie? My favorite movie. <laughs> like it was six point five out of ten. <laughs> well, on his seventeenth birthday, I'll take him to see it. That's when he's allowed to see it without so my that permission. That was rated R. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't need to be R. I could have no. been PG thirteen. No, it totally could have been. Which I think would sure. maybe be better for it. Yeah, I think they would have because felt some limitations that they would have been able to push against. Why yeah, creative way. It could have been much more like of a family. I think there was some f bombs. There's some oh. of those, and maybe some of. No, the, the violence blood. wasn't that yeah. bad, no, though. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I mean... Oh, it was all that sex. <laughs> <laughs> there was, like, violent, like blood coming from his mouth, but then you quickly realize it's not real blood. just as bad in a lot... I don't know. Yeah. I just think that usually PG-13 has weird things, like, you can't show blood. Like the, Is smoking still one of them? Oh, I don't think so. No, I don't... I think you... Does Christopher Lloyd's Back to the Future smoke in <laughs> Dems the Menace? Oh, I don't... Oh, I think oh. he does, yeah. Yep. So, so there we go. That is a scary movie for kids that I watched <laughs> as a kid. How do you guys end those final thoughts? Oh, yeah, if we're going to change our um, score. Oh. Well, yeah, there's that. Um, I think uh, now that I'm not feeling this weird sense that I'm going to be the lowest score in the car, <laughs> I'm going to go back to what I was thinking most of the movie, which is a 6 <laughs> instead of 6.5. <laughs> I think I'm going to bring mine up to a six because of how I was feeling at the end watching the credits that yeah. I wanted to bring it up. So I'm going to keep mine at a five, but give that guy a ten. So I neighbor. guess what I'm doing is I'm giving the credits of a one and I'm giving the rest <laughs> of the whole movie a five. Um, David, what character did you relate to most? <laughs> so high school Dave was definitely the cop. <laughs> I was not. I was, Adderall, not Dave. I was not invited to Dungeons and Dragons games that my <laughs> friends would play. Jill. Uh, uh oh, I relate to the wife that left the cop. Oh my Just God. kidding. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mm, I don't have a good one. Jason Bateman. Just say Jason Bateman. Which one's Jason Bateman? He's don't put that in there. That I don't remember who Jason Bateman <laughs> is. Main character. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure. Just, I thought maybe, but I wasn't sure. I guess I'm. I guess I'm the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you suck guys into your engine and spit them out. Nope, I do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes my front legs fall off and I drag on the ground. And I don't you've know. got a lot going on inside. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm an emotional airplane. <laughs> I relate to fake Denzel Washington. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well. Oh, guess what? David and I got baby chicks, so we yeah, have to go, go. Thanks for joining us, Dan. Yeah, thanks, thanks for Dan. having me. I'm going to go hold one of your baby chicks Please before do. I leave. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Bye.